God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. And the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, who has dwelled from the beginning of time with the Father and with the Son. The people of God first came to know God through a relationship with the Father. And then, longing to be saved from this world, longing for deeper relationship, Jesus came and connected with the people, offered hope, offered salvation. And it's there at that intimate feast with his disciples that he says, I'm not going to be with you any longer as a human being. But I will leave with you an advocate. I will leave with you a guide. I will leave with you a comforter. The spirit of truth. You have no need to be afraid because my peace I leave with you. The Holy Spirit is in you. The Holy Spirit is God. God is dwelling in you. That Holy Spirit is active. It changes us. It shapes us. And the people in the book of Acts were all gathered together once again in Jerusalem. They've been scattered from the Tower of Babel, gone out into the nations of the world, and there those people were back together. The Spirit of God rested on them, and they spoke in many different languages like these people up here did, so all scattered nations of the earth could know the truth, the good news of God in Christ. The Holy Spirit is active and moving in us. Now, sometimes I think it's hard for us to believe that the Holy Spirit, God, can actually dwell within us. So we have symbols that tell us about the nature of the Holy Spirit. Who can tell me one of those symbols? They're all over this room. Yeah. The dove. As soon as you walk into the church, there's in stone a dove descending on usually where the baptismal font is. It's a reminder that that dove of the Holy Spirit entered into Jesus when he was baptized. That dove of peace is available for us. What else? What other symbols? Yeah. Flame. The fire. The fire that rested on the disciples that moved them to be able to speak in languages they did not even know. The fire that's kindled in our hearts. What else? Yeah. What's that? Three connected circles, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, a relationship that could not happen without the power of the Holy Spirit. What else? Water. Water. 70% of our bodies is water. It's no wonder that we celebrate the grace of God in our lives by remembering that grace always flowing in us, the grace that constitutes the majority of our bodies by the power of this water. What else? 
There's another one. Yeah. The color red. And I'm thinking of one that maybe isn't so visible. The wind. The wind. The breath of God. That spirit that moved over the waters of baptism. The spirit that moves in us with every single breath. When we breathe in and out, we do that about 20 times a minute. 20,000 times a day. We breathe in the Holy Spirit. We breathe out the Holy Spirit. That wind, that wind that came violently and filled those disciples and in effect built the church. In Psalm 104 today, we heard it sung over and over again. You send forth your spirit and they are created. And so you renew the face of the earth. You send forth your spirit. That word spirit in Hebrew is ruah. It can be translated in a couple of ways. As spirit, as wind, or as breath. God sends forth ruah, breath. And so the people are created, and so by that breath, God renews the face of the earth. The Holy Spirit has the power to breathe in us and fill us and breathe out into the world. And so often we think about the Holy Spirit coming in and filling us, or the Holy Spirit descending and changing the face of the world. Breathing in and breathing out. What happens if we just breathe in, just allow ourselves to be filled? We have to breathe out. And what happens if we're always giving, always letting the Holy Spirit work? We have to breathe back in. Today we're going to be celebrating the baptisms of six people, adults and babies. We're going to celebrate that spirit that washes over them by God's grace, the spirit that's been present in them from their first breath and will be until their last. We're going to all be renewing the promises of the baptismal covenant. So I'd like us to look at that baptismal covenant. If you'd turn with me to page 304. What if we breathed in and breathed out these words, made it a part of our everyday life? What would that look like? When we make this promise between us and God, whether it's for the first time today up here around the font, or whether we've done this many times and for many years, we're saying that we believe in those interconnected circles, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And those are the first questions we're asked. Together we respond by reciting a creed people have been reciting for hundreds of years. And then we're asked the following questions. Will you continue in the apostles' teaching and fellowship in the breaking of bread, and in the prayers. 
when we breathe this question in, we're committing to being together here in this place, to receiving communion, to allowing God to come into our lives and change us as we pray. And as we breathe out, we share the reconciliation we've experienced in this place, the sense of unity, the possibilities of God's love in our lives are breathed out into the world. Will you persevere in resisting evil? And whenever you fall into sin, repent and return to the Lord. Breathing in. We admit we have made mistakes. We have to take in the reality that God does forgive us. That God's grace is there for us. And breathing out, we offer our lives every step we make as part of God's grace. And as these kids have been learning in Word of God today, will you proclaim by word and example the good news of God in Christ? Will you hear God's Word? Yes, we will. Yes, we will. <laughs> will we study God's Word and will we try to be the light of God's Word in this world? Yes, we will. And breathing out, that's that yes, we will. We will share that good news with those whom we meet. We will share the love we have experienced. Our lives will be a testimony of the good news of God in Christ. Will you seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself? Breathing in a recognition that Christ is in every single person. Christ is in the ones that are beloved to you. Christ is in those more challenging people. We breathe in that fact. And we breathe out a willingness to look for Christ in the lives of those whom we encounter. Will you strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being? Where have you experienced breathing in fairness serenity, breathing out. We know that when we respect the dignity of every human being, that's the first step to creating that world of justice and peace. Breathing in, we know that the presence of the holy is within and around us. Breathing out, we use that breath to respond, we will. Breathing in, we take in God's help. Breathing in and breathing out until our final breath, we know that yes, yes, God is it within me. God is within my neighbor. And by the waters of baptism, through every breath we take, we experience the dove of peace, the fire of the Spirit that descends upon us and fills us and allows us to breathe out the goodness of God into this world. Amen.